afternoon, everyone. It's Karina here on Together FM, and I'm delighted to be here on the show today and taking you through the next hour, if you'll stick with us. Um, I have a great guest on the show who I'm very excited to be interviewing today, and his name is Pat Ho. How? How? Yes. How? 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 <laughs> How? That's the one. Um, and basically, Pat is very interesting. I'm very intrigued what he does. He's a he's a developed a learning method for learning using a visual memory memory filing, filing memory filing training system using color coded word structure. And um, he's helped so many children as it is with dyslexia and ADHD and sort of learning and difficulties. Adults. And he has an amazing strategy, amazing filing system and an amazing way to teach children just exactly how to learn in an easier way and a fun way. So I'd, first I'd like to welcome to the show today, Pat. I'm delighted to be here. Well, it's great to have you. Thank you. And um, it's it's just been amazing. We've had a chat just before mm. the show about all the work that you're doing. And it's uh, it sounds great. But we're going to start somewhere else. We're going to start firstly with your story, you know, um, because I'm just intrigued with your whole story, because obviously your stories led you in different directions. And uh, and here you are now inspiring and uh, you spent years developing this. Yes. Well, my story begins when I was born. Yes. Naturally. Naturally. And um, basically, I was a breech birth with complications back in 1950. Mm -hmm. And there were massive complications. So basically what happened was, we weren't supposed to survive, neither me nor my mother, but somehow we did. But they used forceps to get me out back in those days, and they twisted my feet completely back to front. So for the first two years, I was in splints. So I had these aluminium splints, that, like a little mm. shoe. Yeah. And um, they had bandages had to be changed every Tuesday and Thursday. My mother took me to Clontarf Orthopaedic Outreach in, they were actually where the Merrion Hotel is now, down below. And uh, they changed for the first two years. And then I was sent in for my first operation into hospital. Mm. Now, I can't remember much about that. But um, basically what happened was they break my feet and they put them, twist them a little bit and they put them into plaster cast. Mm. And I'd go home, recover, and then they'd bring me back in another maybe three, six months, and they'd do another one in a different area. And so eventually I ended up being operated on quite a few times for a, a, wow, a young what a, boy. What a way to start your life, really, yeah. having all those sort yeah. of surgical procedures and having, you know, such a thing. And obviously you couldn't walk then. No, you couldn't walk I, I, for many years. Well, I was years. in calipers and crutches until I was six, six wow. and a half, until the day I took them off. And that's a day I couldn't wait for. Yeah. Now, I always had a good memory I could because I always studied to remember things that I thought were important, mm -hmm. even as a child. There mm -hmm. certain things I can remember. That, and it's on, The only reason I can remember them is because I wanted to. And note the word want. If you want to do something, the power comes back to you. You make the choices from here on in. So I, I, I missed a lot of school. and Eventually, I was, after six years of a good few operations, Calibers crutches went. I could run. I could play football. I was a tearaway. Yes, I was mad. making up for lost time. The <laughs> and I came from Cabra, so there was no fields around. So my mother would buy me a new pair of shoes. They'd be gone mm -hmm. in, in in a week because I'd be scraping the ground, kicking the wall. Brilliant. I love yes. football. So that so that's what happened. It's great you bounced back so quickly yeah. from that. You know yeah. what I mean? But then something else happened. Yeah, to but set six weeks. Believe it or not, it was six weeks after I was completely free of the doctors. I thought my life was going to change. I was fencing going up to the shops for messages. And the sword was bigger than me at six, six and a half. And I fell off the footpath with the sword. And the 10-ton lorry came up the wrong side of the road. 
ran over and he not ran over my right foot not once but twice and then stopped on it God. because the guy panicked and there was roaring and screaming and shouting my brother John Johnny as we called him God love him was effing and being out of him to mm. get that lorry off and he got it off and a woman ran out with a shovel a neighbour and slid it under my foot how she had the intelligence to do wow. that the brains to do it was amazing and her daughter was getting married and she had in those days they got um towels for wedding presents and stuff like that she ripped them apart and wrapped it around made a splint so what happened was then it, it, it's as simple as that they got me to temple street hospital my mother worked in leinster house there was only one phone on the road back in the 50s god think of today yeah and <laughs> that was mrs conley and some miss somebody ran up to mrs conley and she rang leinster house and as they were getting me into the ambulance my mother was arriving in a taxi and she got into it and she said you'd be all right and when I got to Temple Street Hospital, they uh, they wanted to amputate my foot. My mother said, wow. is, no, don't do this. Look, and he says, I know nothing about orthopedics. A young doctor, Dr. O'Neill, as far as I can remember. My memory is pretty sharp. So it was a Dr. O'Neill. And he says, I know nothing about it. She said, look, doctor. He said, you're here now. We can take his foot off any time. You just go in, do your best. And if you can work a miracle, even better. So he said, Incredible. just do it. And whatever he did... Six weeks later, six weeks later, my foot was still there. Wow. And then about three months later, I was back out to Dr. Sherry because they were the experts in orthopedics mm. uh, in Clontarf. And he looked at my foot and he said, this guy is in the wrong business. He should be an orthopedic surgeon. He's brilliant. Whatever he did was just amazing. Mm. So my foot was saved. But Correct. I still had operations and I still had to get things to happen. And so about 10 or 11 I was finally finished. I think it was 12 to be exact. It was fully discharged. Wow. So you had all those other years of not being able to do the things you wanted to do. Yeah. And the love of football and yeah. all those things were yeah. put on hold. And I missed an awful lot of school because I was in and out of school. And I thought that was the problem. I never gave it much thought. And But in those early days, because there was no radio or television, I made my mother bring me in a pack of cards because they were all gamblers in my house. And me being the youngest, it would be impossible for me to get and sit down and play any games of poker, 25. Imagine they were all gamblers in your eyes. They were all gamblers. <laughs> okay. And, and so, so what happened was, as they got married and started moving away, well, about seven or eight then, I, I got my chance. Yeah. And I won. And I knew I was going to win because I studied the cards and I actually started me memorising hands. And when people pick up cards and deal them, Amazing. I was able to track it around. No. Well, not an exact science, but I do say, if you're going to gamble, make sure you've got over 51% on your side, because if you've got that, then you can't lose. And I don't consider that gambling. Now, I had about 60. I had a great, so when I was there, I decided I was never going to lose. Yes. So I, I, I threw in hands that were better because there was two bigger pots. Win little and win often was my motto. Mm -hmm. Not win the big ones because you draw attention to you. Yeah. That was the start of my intelligence. Brilliant. Knowing when to throw in, knowing mm. when to not win. And that's just common sense. Mm. And street smart, most people have it, but they don't have the education skills like I did. They don't have to apply it. No. Yes. And I realized that nothing was going to happen. Yeah. So eventually I, um, I met my wife a long story short yeah because yeah because i know you're, you're skipping ahead so what sort of age group you would have been met your wife at what sort of age no because you had i was 25 okay 
she was 18. Okay. And it was in Sloopies. Mm. I could never get into Sloopies because I had long hair. Now look at me. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I getting could, anywhere now. <laughs> but, but my friend Jack one mm. night said to us, "Let's go to Sloopies." I said, "They won't let me in." He said, "They will." He said, um, his, "His nephew or something was manager." So, so Sloopy was a club then, was it? it? Was or was it a the D club in Dublin? D club in Dublin, was it? the best club in Dublin. In that, really? In those, in that, those times? Yeah, okay, I must be too young like for that. It was the Revolution <laughs> or Chivago. Yeah. But Very good. Sloopy's was the place where dreams were made. I, was, I remember okay. it always being said. So yes. Sloopy's. See Sloopy's and die. Okay. So I went in and I was killed. I met my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so Brilliant. we got on there great. So we... I just knew she was the right person for me. Yes. So after about eight weeks, ten weeks, we got engaged. Now, not to get married, just got engaged. Mm. Saved for a house. Now, I, I, I served my time as a welder, even though I couldn't read and write. So but this is interesting. You couldn't read or write no. then, until what the age of? Until my wife sent me back to adult education, because before we got married, I said to her, listen, I have a secret to tell you. And she said, what's the secret? And I said, that's just it. I can't tell you. And she says, come on, you're out with it now. You're after starting. Yeah. She said, you're getting me worried. She said, did you kill anyone? And I said, no. And she said, well, I said, what is it then? And I said, I can't read. And she said, what? I said, I can't read. And she said, okay, that's not that big a deal. Mm. She said, come September, I'm sending you back to adult education. Brilliant. Love it. And that's what happened. Mm. So, Nick, or... 26. Teresa left school at 14. She could read, but she was a hopeless speller. Yeah. And so I decided to go back and it wasn't working. So I decided to bring my gambling into the equation. And because of the good memory, I start memorizing things and putting them into hands and putting them into groups. It took me six days roughly to learn to read, write and spell. And I also learned Spanish in six days. Wow. And forgot all about it, got to the top of my profession. I was, in, I was a shop steward. I was a maintenance manager I did management training in LA Atlanta Georgia I did validation of machinery in, in uh, Germany and um, so you did Holland. a bit of traveling yes brilliant because it was I, I'm so visual yes. I see something actually happening yeah. before anybody else sees it love it that's that's a yeah. skill it is and it, it, it's a skill that you can bring to learn and so that's an amazing it. skill and that is so true yeah. you can actually visualize something exactly. you can make things happen you can work towards that yes i'm a soul believer in that yes. as well yes mm. and the, 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 the thing that people value or devalue the most is that they can't read and i do say that's a simple thing to turn around it's not rocket science because if it was none of us would be reading and people forget that in the in the in the industrial age there used to be a hundred in the class, but they only needed ten out of the class that one that could do the bookkeeping, one that could do the clocking in, one that could do the... That's how the public school started. They didn't do it because they loved the peasant. Mm. So we have to remember that. So where did, they, where did they start from? Well, they went back to the universities. But the universities had forgotten how they learned at the beginning. Nice. So this is why we have a lot of um, problems with learning because they didn't take step by step, even though... They have it on the curriculum, but they don't know how to implement it the way I implement it. And yeah. this is a whole new beginning. Teachers are very intelligent. The problem is they don't know the method and the structure and the technique. No. And, and the whole idea is to, is to show that structure, show that technique. 
and then it gets simple. Absolutely. And I think this is the thing you touched on. It's basically that every child learns differently. There's not one fit that fits all. And teachers are going from, they spend years training to be teachers. They're going into a professional. They're expected, so much is expected of teachers now, going into such a profession and having to deal with the child's emotional intelligence, dealing with the children, all sorts of situations they have to deal with the parents. And so many children are really struggling now. And they just don't know how to deal with that. So it is about, you're so right there, it is about showing teachers new ways to kind of you know, look at the situation and how to handle children and how to teach them differently. And you have a fantastic, you know, you've come up with this. And obviously this has been years coming because you've actually... engineering brain. How many years have you been working on this? 25, 28. Since, since, my, since my daughter and Nicole struggled in school. Yes. My wife did the homework with the kids because she helped me in the early days. And of course, the men don't volunteer. We all know that. Mm. Unless they force it or they have to. My son Gary was... A straight A student he just had a natural ability never studied for anything in his life I call him the lucky ones I call them the gifted yes and we have gifted there's no question of that but what do we do with the rest like if you don't come from a good family or you don't come from parents that have that, that they were struggling and their parents were struggling it's a continuous cycle let's break the cycle and that's what I say and there's two ways of breaking the cycle one is retraining the teachers how to use this method because it is a new method. There's no getting away from it. Mm. And I think you've seen it, so you, you have a good idea. Absolutely, it's great. And the second one then is to set up a training program for parents as well as teachers. And we teach them memory structure, memory control, how to control it. That, but the difference with the method that I use is, is very simple. Because it's got a processed memory and it's, it's got a coded system, that once you put it into your head, you know where it is. And we use a thing called linkage. And I create links from from one grid to the other. I use grids for, like, if there's anybody listening, I'm going to ask three very basic questions. And I call this the Facebook challenge. Now, just be, be honest with yourselves for the, for the moment. I'm, I'm going to ask you, how many letters is there in the English alphabet? Quick, right. Question two, how many one-letter words is there in the English language? Write it down, quick. Question three, how many two-letter words is there in the English language? And for question one, for educated people, we have a 60% failure rate, approximately. For question two, with educated people, I have a 90% failure rate. And people don't say, well, what's the importance of it? The importance of it is when you start to use my system, it lends itself because I use the alphabet because the children have to go over the alphabet again and again to keep things in sequence and structure. So therefore, you're doing away with dyslexia. And because if you remember, like I actually train memory as a subject, I've just touched on it. I use pictures, because if I show you a picture of a cat, even a 12 month old child will know what a cat is, because they they, they see it, it's in front of them. Mm. So the whole idea of it is, you show them a cat, and I I call it, uh, should we say f- farm animals it's called a grid there will never be any more than 16 pictures on the grid and that grid like if, if I if I run through it I can actually do it I'll do it slow you've got the sheep the pig the goat now they have sequences but because the farm animals is the hardest grid to put into structure it's very very easy to learn if you get the structure right now I'm going to ask I'm, go- I'm going to ask um, 
first of all, I'm going to ask, card one is the sheep, card two is the pig, card three is the goat. Well, we know one and three, the sheep and the goat are cousins. We know that they eat grass. We know that they come from the same gene structure. Now, the sheep, the sheep lives lower down the mountain, but the goat is more rugged and he lives higher up the mountain. Now, if I'm bringing a sequence of structure and a technique to it, how did I do it? Why did I put card two, the pig? And if there's foreign people abroad or in other countries, we have a saying in Ireland. Card two is the pig in the middle. And the pig reason the we say that is there's two people fighting and you intervene, you're the pig in the middle. You're stopping them. So that's a very simple way to do it. And then if you look at the next three cards, you've got the sheep, the pig, the goat, you've got the brown duck, then you've got the red chicken, and you've got the white goose. What have they got in common? Well, they're birds, feathers. And they're nice food to eat. Now, I love the, I love the brown duck because I love orange sauce on them. So I love yeah. brown duck. So, and I also like chicken, but he's red because he's close to the brown. And then I go to the white goose. I don't eat that much of goose, but there's a lot of people like goose. So the white goose is the complete opposite to red. So now you've got a color clash, especially for the mothers, because the mothers usually are the hand that rocks the cradle. So if the mother understands not to mix red and white in the washing, well, that, that stands out for them. That's a nice link for them. So then you got the white goose and then card seven, I put the rabbit. He's white because I continued the flavor of the white, the sequence of white. White goose, white rabbit, that's seven. Card eight happens to be the cat. Why did I put the brown cat? Because he's the same size as the rabbit. So who chases the cat on the street? The dog. The dog. I didn't even tell her. Now, because the dog chases the cat. So the dog started to chase the cat, but the cat ran into the field, because remember we're on a farm where the horse was. So the dog lost his concentration, and he decided, I'll go for the horse because he's bigger. So that's the horse's is nine, card ten is the horse. Well, who's the horse's first cousin? The donkey. The donkey. Mm. So the donkey and the horse. So there you're getting another link again. That's 11. And these numbers are very important, because it now gives you a structure, and you're framing everything right. Well, card 12 is the most important animal on the farm. What would that be? The cow. The cow. There you go. Now, so where does the cow live? On the farm. Who runs the farm? The farmer. That's 14. What does the farmer drive? A tractor. That's 15. The only animal that you don't see on the farm is the rat. He's too cute and he hides in the <laughs> tractor. He doesn't want to be caught. So, so that's the yeah it's, it, the, the sequence is so simple and you know I know you're explaying it now I think really you've done that with me that little and I've actually seen the visual yeah. and we've done that little test I yeah. think to do that little test with a child would make such a difference because you're actually creating the story and you're letting you're allowing the child to create the story and, and, imagination. and imagination and the imagination is the key here that is what it's all about getting the child to actually use their imagination and create the story so the, the visual way of them learning becomes easier and more fun yeah and, and to get and, and to get them to think about it you see, you see because yeah. we don't do enough thinking in the classroom mm -hmm. and i create the value and the power of thinking like i have a lovely quote for that perfection equals simplicity simplicity leads to understanding understanding creates wisdom wisdom is the power of thinking but education is no substitute for intelligence you have to use every step 
of this program. Yes, it's an incredible program. And I just love the fact that like you're looking at from young children upwards oh, because adults, adults, because, you know, you applied this technique to your own learning yeah. because obviously, you know, you struggled yeah. with with reading yeah. um, and you went back and, you, you know, you went back at 26, which is incredible. Um, and you discovered a way that helped you learn. Yeah. And you've developed this over the years. You've realized that because, kind of sequence. Yeah, because I turned around and when I was when I was in the class, it wasn't working. And I said, listen, I know I'm not stupid. How can I do all these engineering problems? Mm. So I said, there has to be something different. So I decided to research it. And I, I researched everything, like the 26 letters in the English alphabet. You'd be surprised, as I said, 60%. The, one letter, the two one-letter words most people don't know, they get mixed up with vowels. And this all plays a part later on. It might let you down. And there's a lot of people will get on and do masters mm. and PhDs. But when you're missing a little link, it can come back to haunt you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the thing as well is that, you know, with myself personally, um, I would have struggled quite a bit with um, spelling. Yeah. You know, like your wife mm. did. Um, I struggled a bit with spelling. And it's so handy these days because you have all these spell checks and you have all these sort of prompts. You can, you can, you know, you, you have all this assistance and this help now, you know. Uh, you don't have to be a great speller. But uh, I remember one stage doubting my ability to write and do writing, um, writing letters and write different things and putting proposals of things together. Yeah. But I remember one person turned around to me one stage and said, Karina, you know, you're great at, at, at talking and putting things together and you word things me right. Too. But, but yeah, exactly. But the thing is, I think you can, you can kind of put that notion and that thought in, the, in your head that you're not going to be good at that because you've, you've kind of, and I, that's the same with myself. I thought, well, I'm not a very good speller, so I'm not going to be good at, at writing. I'm not going to be very good at that. But it's so, so wrong because I am a great writer. Yes. And I don't have to be a great speller to be a great writer. But it is what we associate with our learning methods and we kind of restrict ourselves. And we suppress that side of us because we just don't feel we're good enough. But, but everybody's good enough. And, it, it, and you can learn how to read. You can learn how to do these, these things at any age. Yeah. And if you're a good talker, you can end up being a good writer. There you go. That's it. And, and good talkers are good writers. The thing about it is, like, I'm bringing out a training manual mm. for every teacher on this planet in every language. And this is coming from a guy who couldn't read and write. Amazing. I've, I've, now, mm. I've three books lined up, and I'm in talks with Lilliput Press at the moment. Incredible. This is just Incredible. They don't even know that this one is finished. I dropped my life story to put this one first because I realised that well, who's going to buy my life story if they don't see that I've done amazing things. Yes. But if, if they can see amazing things, well, then my life story will come second. More interesting. And then I have a final book coming out. And the final book that I will be writing will be Superhumans on this planet. Wow. And Superhumans on this planet, I'm talking about your children, your grandchildren. Because if you get the approach to perfection, as my quote is, you're going to see amazing things happen. And the, the human mind is just going to change. We haven't even developed Incredible. that yet. It's exciting. It's, it's exciting. exciting. It really is exciting.
Great, great song. And I'm here in the studio with my lovely guest, Pat Howe, and we are talking all about the incredible work that he's doing. And it's really exciting to see that there is a simple learning method that can be adapt, applied and adapted and it can show children and adults a oh. new way of learning and an easier way to learn yeah. and make it fun. So this is up. incredible. It's really, really exciting. And I'm just looking at the work that you're doing. And, and I know it's like basically you have um, the carriage out, the research that you've actually carried out. You've actually done it's a lot of research. 25 on years research. I spent 12 years in DCU in event. Um, I'm now hoping to hire six high-tech um, IT experts because we're going to be looking at doing it all in games. Because it's, education should be fun, fun, fun. Nothing else but fun. Yes. And then competition and the kids play against one another they can put their they can put their their results up um we're we're, we're going to start kind of like um should we say a, a league and it'll only be milliseconds yeah but you'll be trying to beat one another love it and and the yeah. whole idea of it's fun but yeah what we're actually doing then is we're going to we're we're, don't, we're hoping to do a thing called analyzation so is that because if they're playing online we can measure their memory to 1% of what they've learned. Now, this is interesting. Yeah, so measuring is, the memory. Me measuring it. That's why this is, this is where I'm going with it. Right, okay, exactly. So what would happen in a situation, like a lot of people are listening in today, say they have a child who's got dyslexia or ADHD. Yeah. Where do you start? Because I know right. that there's all different sorts of levels. And I know it can be kind of difficult. But, you know, what would you suggest or what steps would you suggest? Like, well, you know, making it fun, obviously. Well, the first thing I do is I bring them in and I talk to them. And immediately I know if they've an average brain. You know straight away. Yes. So there's nothing wrong. You have a problem with literacy, dyslexia, ADHD, and many other problems. Mm. They're only problems that are curable, fixable. I say prevent dyslexia. Now, I'm going to be shot down by the experts. And peop I've, I've, heard, I've often heard people turn around and say, oh, it, 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 it's in the gene structure. There's no scientific evidence to prove that it's in the gene structure. And it's not. Because my daughter wouldn't have got a PhD for biomeds. She got four articles published. That is an incredible feat. Because very few people would ever get that. Mm, Not that. None that I know of, but very few. But the whole point of it is, is that it's how you start. And knowing every step you take is a solid sound step. The foundations are right. The structure is right. You understand what you've learned. No good going on if you don't understand what you've learned. It just doesn't work. Mm. So that's why the value and the power of thinking with that lovely quote I gave. I wrote that specially for the book. Fabulous quote. And I think the thing as well is that parents really that are struggling, they actually have the challenge of a child that is really struggling with their, you know, they're not learning the proper way within the educational system, the way the current situ yeah, system is at the moment. It's it's kind of, there isn't enough, um, there isn't enough support there on that. And really it's kind of a lot of despair out there of parents that are yeah. actually struggling because they don't know how to teach their children yeah. and they're not given those tools and those resources. So for what you're doing, we're actually going to, um, as I said, we're going to put it out there anyway. Um, it's that I know a new academy and as I said, you know, what we are doing is basically bringing our program out there as an online resource for children everywhere and I'm delighted that you're going to be coming on board with us and being able to share this contact and be able to share it with children and parents so they can actually bring this learning school learning method into their own homes and show their children how to learn and think a different way and learn and it's, it's incredible and it's very even exciting if you, even if you're uh, if you're an old age I get into old age mm. people think that they can that 
they can't learn. It's a myth. Not only can not only can they learn, they can overcome it still, because the brain is like an, a plastic ball, an elastic ball. It can expand. It depends on how you use it. Yes. And that's what's so exciting about the whole thing. Yeah. And like I get people in their fifties and sixties come to me that can't read and write, and they can't believe that they're going home after eight hours starting to pick up a paper to start looking at it. Wow. And it's a 40-hour training program. It's not any more than that. And as I said, we're going to be trying to set it up now in Ballyfermot. So if there's yes. anybody listening out there in, in the Ballyfermot um, library. Brilliant. Because this is where we, 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 div- we did the, um, what would I say, we did the editing. And I'm trying to get something back. This is your first back. book then? Is it your first, it's the first, first one. book? This is the most important okay. book. Mm. And it, it, it's it's a training manual for everybody. It's not just for teachers, but teachers will get the most out of it. Okay. And it's not just for parents. It's for all parents. It's for single parents or anybody, an aunt or an uncle that mm. wants to take an interest in their child that's not doing well. And it shows the right step. Not knowing a problem and how to fix the problem is a bigger problem. Mm. So let's fix the bigger problem because then the little problem will be easy to fix. Yes. And that's the way I look at that. Yes. It's simple. Great, great and simple. Yes. And because I was going to ask you, so basically this system has actually, is something already you've actually brought into some schools. You've actually I, have... Kind of I've actually been testing it for the last 10 years. If you get onto my website, you'll see, like I was in, I was in a school in, in um, uh, Sheriff Street. Okay. Um, St. Lawrence O'Toole's. And I had parents in there i brought the parents in and i only did the four-hour training program with them and it's not really enough because you learn by experience you have to do the 40 hours and these children were a special ed school and i made the parents come in and half the parents couldn't read or write and they were looking at me doing the demos on the board and when it was over the parents ran over to me says for the first time ever i got everything you said and i would i would be shying away from everything but you're drawing me in. You're bringing me, you want me to come back. And they asked me, would I do a, a training program with them? Fantastic. And I did a training program with them. Great. And I was told that school went on and did very well. Great, great. that class. It's lovely to see the results of so, that, you know, and, yeah, and so, uh, how much that can no, help, about, you know. That's about 12 years ago. Yeah. And these were just all tests I was doing. And then I had to, I had to come along and, and work out everything and work. Not that things don't work, but why did they not work as successful as they should? And the, the thing is, you must finish the program. Yes. The program is the result. So we're looking at basically your, the program you currently have. You would suggest, I know you're saying after eight hours, you could even learn so much. But 40 hours is really short. It's short. It's it very is very short. It is but very I make short. But I make you learn Spanish in the 40 hours, even if, even if you can't read or write. Wow. Because it, it highlights mm. the imperfections of the English language. Mm. Like, I mean... The real problem with, with as you, you relate it to it yourself on spelling and stuff like that. So I give you, like I give you a word, colour, C-O-L-O-U-R. Where's the sound of the U in it? Why is it there? Mm-hmm. Even in the Irish language. Like I, I've, had, I've had the top controllers of the Irish language from Connemara t- talking to me, talking to me. And I said to him, I said, we should bring in, we should bring in proper phonetics for the Irish language. And the question she said to me, she came back to me, she said to me, she said, uh, she says, I'm not going to anglicise the Irish language. And I said, what are you on about? I said, do you know where the alphabet came from? She didn't even know where it came from. She said, it came from Greece. There's no anglicising in it. It's Greek. And I said, who perfected it? The Romans. 
That's why I teach Spanish. Because of the Latin side of it. And everybody says, if you can learn Latin, you can learn anything. <laughs> and that's, this is why I use it. And that's yeah. why I put one of those four, one of the, one day of the 40 hours of the five days into learning to speak Spanish. And it's a, or if, if they're teachers, I make them learn a, di a, a different language if they've already done it. Brilliant. And, I, and mm. one of the things what we need to, sh what we should be getting away from here in our secondary school is do away with the French. And people say, what? I said, do away with the French. Bring in Spanish first and then bring back the French. Okay, you, so do you think and Spanish is an easier? But not only that, if you've got a second language, every language gets easy. Mm. Same with the Irish language. Stop using the Irish language till you actually get the Spanish. And that this week covers it. And then you're, 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 your approach then is different to learning languages. Yeah, and you showed me a few simple tools, actually a few different ways of, of learning Irish um, with the farm animals, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and the little story, the little story again, you know, and like, I think that, you know, the little story that you put with that was really interesting. They're because links. The links, you know, yeah. and we are all programmed. Like it was we like love the, stories. We love stories, yes. Even adults love stories. Why yes. do you pick up a book? Yes. Especially if you can read, and that's the night to kids that can't read and write. And we, and this is why I'm so attached to Ballyfermot Library. I go in there, we were in there o over the winter doing the, the, the re-editing. And um, <coughs> the amount of kids coming in that want to do well in school. But we can make them not only do well, but enjoy it and have fun. It should be fun, fun, fun. And, yes. be, and I, I do this thing called collective learning. And collective learning is, you'll see it in... in, in the training manual that what we do is we break the class up into four now what we do is we start out with we say there's 32 in the class so we break it into a b c and d and we get everybody to do a memory test so we measure their memory and we put the best into we say it could be b d we don't tell any of them so we could be the other way and then second best and the third best and the weakest so then we pull one from each line so that each class each team is even so you got the best and so what we do is we put them tables need to be changed in the school they need to be put in, in, a, in, in a square so the best goes first so he does the 16 pictures that you showed earlier on so the chances of him getting it is great yes yeah. and even if he misses one but then the second best we get we get it because when you're learning and the other three are watching you they're relaxed their brain is absorbing more because you're making mistakes mm. They're learning from your mistakes. Yes. And then by the time it gets to the child that we would consider weak. Yes. Well, he's seen the, the same grid three times. He will get the 16. Now what you've elevated him is to, I can do this. Yeah. Oh, I can do this. Yeah. And then what happens is when you introduce another grid, the best moves back. The second best takes over. And he gets one less short. But he, and if he gets it, it the, 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 the weakest is now in third spot. So he's going to see it three times before he gets to go, then two times, and then once. Now he still knows each grid, so there's, we have 48 grids done, and he's getting a chance to do the fourth grid. So he's going to look at it, and he's going to go first, but he has to do, name all the 48 cards, mm. and along with the grid. Okay. And then what happens is, if he gets it, can you imagine what you've done to the child's mind, to the child's memory, to confidence 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 mm. is 99 percent of learning yes but what's more important is is the understanding 
if you can get that understanding to go spread right around and this it doesn't matter whether you're an adult it doesn't matter whether you're a child no. none of this matters no and that and the kids work together the teacher actually becomes the referee yeah, it's a it, wonderful way to learn. It's and a it's, wonderful. It really is And wonderful. it's games. It's all gamification. It's all, absolutely. And that's bringing me back to the time I yes. was in hospital, putting out cards and trying to remember them. Because I, now, I don't believe in luck. I believe in percentages. That's why I never lost. <laughs> Everybody gets luck, but I wouldn't depend on me breakfast for luck the next morning. So that's why. <laughs> work yes. it out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no. it's simple. It is. And I yeah. see, that's the thing. If you can kind of start with the easy sort of um, the grids as you said you know um, it progressively gets yes. more difficult yeah. then you know and there's different sorts of exercises but it is but really the, the grids are like the coding type yeah. you know yeah. this type of, yeah. of, of um, can I give you a sample code? of this, the style that I use and this is where yes, it all changes now I didn't do this with you no now I'm putting you on the spot oh no what's the first letter of the alphabet A now I did tell you that there was that there's only that one of the answers. There's only twenty four two letter words in the alphabet in, mm. in the English language. Yes. And there happens to be four two letter words that begin with A. Now I've asked you the first letter of the alphabet is A. You're always reaffirming that the children know the alphabet because that's the key to opening the doors to the greatest books in the world. There's four two letter words that begin with A. I'm going to start you off. A M. M for Mary. And from A-M back to A, there's nothing. So what's the next two-letter word after A-M in the alphabet, the next letter after M? Put the A in front of it, what have you got? Oh, oh hang on a second. After M. After M, yes. What's the next letter after M? N. Well, put an A in front of it, what have you got? Nam. Or yeah. uh, ma'am. No, A-N. A-N. An. Okay, oh, yeah. right, okay, okay. So two-letter words, yeah. Oh. Okay, okay. Now, yes, okay. Then the next one. What's the next letter in sequence? So, A N A N. Okay. O. Yes. P doesn't work. Mm. Q doesn't work. R doesn't work. What's the next letter after R? S. Well, if you put an A in front of it, what have you got? As. And what's the next letter after as? S T. Put an A in front of it, what have you got? At. So you got A N A S A T. Yes. Now it takes away the confusion of. Kids always spell A-L-O. It's not, it's A-L-L. So you're actually, by highlighting the structure, the sequence, the technique, and you're making, if you notice, I'm making you tell me everything. Mm. And I'm making you think. Yes. This is from the very beginning of as soon as the alphabet has been learned, because at the end of the day, the alphabet is only symbols, calligraphy, and the only way you can teach the alphabet is adding a sound to make it important. Right, okay. Now yes. you've broken dyslexia. Imagine. It's simple. Yes. Well, do you know what? If it, if, if it, you know, this is the thing, and it, I think that, you know, we're, we've never, a lot of people that are out there that have, you know, dyslexia. Yeah. Um, they've never thought of it And they've way. never thought of it that no. way. And, you know, it really is, you know, it hasn't been simple. So to no. think that there, there is a way that it can be simple but and made simpler. Yeah. And it must be done step by step. You cannot skip. And the reason you don't skip is because somewhere further down the line, it could let you down. Mm. But with my method from the get-go, it's actually teaching you to count. Mm. You're giving them because there's 16 cards, so they're going to learn how to count the 1 to 16. So if I turn around and I'd say to you, like on the farm animals, I can turn around and say to you, again, I'm putting you on the spot, what's card 4 in the farm animals? 
Oh, that was the red chicken. Four. That's five. Four. Oh, uh, the duck. The duck. Yes. And, and that's because I make me think more about it. Yes, yes, and yes. That's, it, it's okay to get it wrong. People mm. shouldn't. But even adults, you know, we uh, panic. Yeah, but yeah. we teach them how to stop the panicking, how to solve a problem. Mm. And I've heard this about rote so many times. Rote learning. You can't pass an exam if you don't have rote. How, how come the people that go on to be doctors, they get 600 points. How do they get them? They've memorised it. Yes, yeah. But that's their method of teaching, but my method. But it, there, this is the thing. It's like, you know, t to learn and to, to kind of memorise. It's, you have it to is, You have it. to, exactly, yeah. You but to. it is something that should be kind of taught. But yes, and it should um, be A technique. Yes. And that technique is not something that's currently being taught, how to no. learn, how to memorise it. Well, and how have never drop. looked at it the way I've so looked at it. So this is, is, is a way of explaining it, and yeah. it is a simple way of explaining ways that you can actually do. Can you imagine how wonderful that would be to, for for children in, say, primary school to actually start off up. with this. Oh, absolutely. Montessori. Montessori Just to, even yeah. for Montessori level, to be able to learn this way and adapt that way of learning through visual, um, through a coding sort yeah. of visual yeah. technique. Well, it is coding. And that's, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. And we're hearing more and more about coding. Yeah. And I know there's wonderful code at Jojo and there's all yeah. these sort of coding, coding yeah. out there on different, different ways. But this is the way we can actually, children can learn from the basics from a young age. Yes. And it's really... And building from like, that like let me give you a perfect example we have offices here mm. now if you're a secretary and the secretary goes out sick and you ring up and you get a new secretary to come in and fill in for the day and somebody says get me the carol files when she pull out the memory file she pull out the files and she go to see for carol mm. she pick it out no problem well that's what you're doing with your brain what i'm actually eliminating is the old style of Throw enough muck at the wall and it'll stick. But I'm just saying, don't throw any muck at the wall. Put it into your brain. Put it into one of the little minute pieces of your brain so that you know where it is at all times. And if you put them into sequence, well, it's just like climbing a ladder. Boom, out. I call it process memory. Now, people will be afraid if I turned around and I said, no, it's brain programming. It's not brain programming. In many respects, it is. It's brain programming of how you program a computer. And isn't the brain the best computer of all time? Absolutely. People don't understand. I read this somewhere. The brain can process anything up to 300, now listen to this, trillion processes anywhere from a millisecond to a nanosecond, even more. That's all they know. A computer today will never get there. Even with all this other technology. Great. But we need to be ahead of the game at all times. You're so right there. And this is where I am. Yes. And, and that's what I'm trying to bring, to bring this super intelligence I was talking about, superhumans. These are the superhumans that are going to be coming. Yes. Will be your children. Because we have to think ahead. We about, have to think ahead. We do. And we have to change the current way of educating children. We have well, to look at well, new ways to do it. There's a lot of great stuff in the current way. Yes. But I just think teachers need to be brought up the speed more and as I said set up training programs yes now certain things need to change people turn around I know I mean I've, I've, I've seen it before like I was in Utreach and people the, the teachers in Utreach actually turned around and said they gave me six video clips of, of what I've done and they endorsed my program I was Ask. in I was in St. Pat's I was down in the dungeons and I, I had a group there that were separated from the main prisoners and I started teaching them the exact same with what, what I've just shown you. Amazing. And these guys 
picked it up so quick and I went in to the governor and I asked him, I said, any chance of a reference? He said, you write it. He says, I'll sign it. I've heard nothing but great works from you. And I said, oh, I'm not going to write it anymore. I said, I don't need it. And he said, why? I said, because what you've just said is better than any reference. Why would I bother? Yeah. You can't, you, you can't beat that. Yes, yes. And, and, and if, you can put, if you can put street smart kids into intelligent positions that can go on, well, we're halfway there. You're and so then right. you can get well-educated people, put them back into street smart learning because it's all together. Mm. We can all move forward. It, Absolutely. It, it should be encouraged we should be. We should be nurturing that. Yeah, and it's for all around nurturing. the world. Like, Absolutely. As I said, so, yeah. There's no limit. No, There's no, no limit. limit. It's yeah. very exciting. I really am excited yeah. about um, what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and I think really that it's just a case of really now just kind of pushing it out there really and, and uh, showcasing it more. Because I think that you're not getting the right exposure. I think you really need to expose this on well, a bigger well, scale. Well, it's and now I'm ready. going to be looking. Absolutely. Because I've had to get ways. all the ducks in a row. Now you have your ducks in a row. I'm, now I'm, we're ready. I'm, but the one thing I'm yes. trying to do is... Yes, well, I get some of the big boys coming in that want to take it. Yes, that's going to happen. Mm. But I want to make sure that it's affordable to the world. Yes. I need funds. I need sponsorship. That's what I'm really looking for. Yes, of course. Mm. And we're tying up with you. Yeah, absolutely. We're in the right place. A new academy now. A new academy. We're going to be basically doing some work together. and uh, We're going to be showing um, parents and educators and children around the world different ways to kind of learn and adapt this new way of of learning. And it's a a very exciting one. So I'm so delighted to have you on board now. It's been a pleasure. It's been brilliant. But I just wonder, if anybody wants to contact you now, um, I know you have a little, you have your little mascot and his name is... Oggy, great, and uh, he basically have basically little he basically games and is, things. He's basically a little fella from beyond infinity. Yes. He is your conscious, and the reason I put him for beyond infinity, I do. I I have heard the greatest scientists in the world turn turn about and say, you, you know, what's infinity? And some people say, oh, it's the figure eight. Oh, it's a ball if it's big enough and you can't see around. No, it's a, still a ball. You know, you can get around it. Mm. Infinity to me is. I actually describe it and I show it in your brain. Everybody's brain has the capacity to go beyond infinity with education. And how I do that is I'm going to just ask you to do a simple task. I'm going to ask you questions and just answer. Just direct what I say. Don't make anything up. So close your eyes and put your hands over them. Go ahead. Okay. Now, what do you see? I see a, a beach. No, close your eyes tight <laughs> and block everything out. Light everything. Okay, just Put the palms of your hands. Okay, right. Okay. Um, okay, just blackness. Blackness. Right. Yes. Where does it begin? It's truth. I just use my visualization. No, 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 no visualization. <laughs> okay, black and I what? And where, where does it begin? You don't know. No. Where, where's the middle? I don't know. Where's the end? I don't know. You've just described infinity. It's in your head. Okay. Can I open? Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you see what I'm doing? Yes. Okay. And, and this is the value so, and the power of thinking. Like, I didn't just learn to read. I didn't just learn to write. I solved major problems in engineering because I loved it. But I gave engineering up nearly 20 years ago because I had people coming to me, family, oh, you did a great job and they called, would you do me? I did that. And then neighbours, other people came and it just grew. Mm. And then I, I said, this is something special. Yes. That it's bigger than me, so I've got to get it out to the world. Absolutely. And there is people out there that want to get it out to the world. It's not all about LSD. But no. money is important. If we can just give children A the chance. right the right tools and the right resources, 
to learn and to be who they want to be and just to learn in the most natural way and give them the ability to do that would be just such a gift to be able to give that and uh, you know there's no necessity for children to be struggling there has to be ways and we are actually looking at all the resources and ways to do that and this is incredible tool to have um, and I think it's going to be life changing for so many children and young people and educators everywhere so and this is all the beginning of it education is, it is we're moving away as I did say to you things are evolving from the industrial age absolutely things have to evolve things are evolving yeah. and things are changing and new reform is so needed and to adapt a new way of teaching is so important at this time really is yeah. and I think this is definitely the way forward you know so yeah. it's been fantastic having you on the show today Thank you very much. really great pleasure. Pat and um, we learned so much from you today Thank you. and I'm delighted about having you on board and where Lovely. this is all going to lead to and anyone that wants to contact you as well as you put, uh, put your details out yeah. there well I, I give my mobile it's yeah. Pat How and even if you can't spell it don't worry about it it's 087 235 Great. and uh, you can get in touch with me there and we have a, a website pat.smartlearning at gmail.com and the email or, or, the, or that was the email and the website is simply how h-o-w-e think of how now brown cow mm. how simple was that put a y into it simplyhow.com perfect. and we have .ie as well so perfect and there is some great things on your website um, little learning um, little learning, learning ways, tools, little and tools. we hope to be putting up videos like this, and we yes. hope to be dem- there'll be a lot of more things developed, demonstrations. Yeah, absolutely, lots more to come from you, Pat. And I'm sure there's going to be so much more, you know, Please, to come and look forward to the hearing more.